0: In a way, it still silences black people because it essentially attaches the experience, the racism of every other person of color onto the black experience, and that's not fair either. Welcome to Black Girl Voices. A podcast created to cultivate change through conversation, community, and education while centering, uplifting, and amplifying the voices of Black women, girls, and femmes.
1: Here we will talk about everything from trending topics to Black history to our own personal experiences as Black women. It's like a coffee chat
0: with your best girlfriends. You will laugh, cry, keep it real, and most importantly, get uncomfortable.
1: We're your host, Siobhan Montgomery Haynes and Caroline J. Sumlin. Come on in, girl. We have a lot to talk about. Welcome back to Black Girl Voices. I'm Siobhan Montgomery Haynes. And I'm Caroline J. Sumlin. And today
0: we are talking about um, a really interesting topic. We came across a post on Instagram. And this post was... Basically canceling the use of the term by POC or BIPOC or BIPOC. Yeah. Or BIPOC which I hate saying it like that, but <laughs> however you read the letters BIPOC when you see them, which we see them everywhere now, this particular post was basically canceling the entire idea of this. Um, I'm going to read a little bit of what this post said and why they felt like this terminology was essentially terrible trash <laughs> basically the scum of the earth so what this post says is by poc or bipoc is disturbing nomenclature because poc equals people of color which is disturbing if people who are not white are people of color that makes people white by default Using by POC upholds the notion that white people are people and everyone else is defined by their relationship to whiteness. It's racist. It's nonsensical. It's a result of the perpetuation of this ridiculous myth of race. It goes on to say many other things, but we don't have time to digest all the slides or read all the slides, I should say verbatim so we will of course link the actual post in the show notes if you are interested in taking a look at it yourself but Siobhan
1: what are your thoughts i want to hear what you're thinking okay so i felt a couple ways when i first read this so the term by bipoc it's such a mouthful um i feel like it, it it's rather new to the scene like it came on the scene like what maybe a year ago year and a half type yeah deal. yeah I mean I thought when I first saw it a year ago I
0: just thought that I was like living under a rock and I thought maybe right. this is what everyone else was already saying all this time. I was like oh snap yes. let me jump let- on the bandwagon I right. <laughs> let me not show other like I was science. like let me correct
1: my ignorance That's, right, I, right. That was my thinking. I definitely thought I was just like just right. dumb, <laughs> and, and especially because we saw like we see people you know uh, Black academic scholars use the term too. So I'm like, okay, let me, I'm always willing to fall in line if I need to fall in line. So I started to use the term. So I, I think because I thought it was inclusive and I always want to be inclusive, but bro- the way this post breaks it down, it just, it it was an eye opener for me on how maybe I was minimizing my own Black experience by lumping it in with people of color. Um, you know, we, we know that people of color experience racism, but we know no one experiences racism like black people. Um, and so essentially what this post is saying is by, uh, you know, lumping it all together, we're, we're doing that. We're minimizing the black experience. And what they said about, define everyone else is being defined by their relationship to whiteness that also was like okay all right like I don't think that I had thought of it like that
0: yeah and I, I would agree because honestly whiteness is so default that right. I will often fall in line with thinking similar similar to this maybe not specific to a terminology but to use a really weird example I was just thinking today, I was putting a Band-Aid on my child, and I purchased the skin tone Band-Aids, the ones that look like us, okay? I'm I'm, I'm, I'm here for it. But what's funny is that when when they first came out with the Band-Aids, I didn't even realize that the original Band-Aids were to match white skin. Right. Because it's so, it was just all that was. It's the norm. It's the default. Yeah. So anything else that's made for us has always been separate. Our hair care section is separate. Our you know ins- insert anything here that's made for you know as as I think we don't really use the term as much as we used to. We used to use the term minorities more. Right. Made for the minorities in this country has always been the afterthought or we don't we say minority but we don't say the majorities you know what I'm saying like we don't we don't we say people of color but we don't just we do say white people though so I I don't I don't know it's um, but at the same time it's still there's still the whiteness default that is so ingrained in us that we will fall in line or or I guess submit to that line of thinking subconsciously right without even realizing it and you kind of have to snap your fingers and oh snap that I just did it again um
1: so I definitely hear what you're saying there um and it and it kind of took me to like the thought process of like who made the term like could it have been a white person who created the term like we we I mean I don't have the answer to that but like we really don't know so like in my mind it's like did I really just assimilate to whiteness that quickly just because I didn't because you know a part of me also didn't want to be offensive which is why I started using the term to make sure I was not offending anybody so again it kind of it brings you back to how how would the term black have been offensive you know like I could have just continued saying black right but we've made black such a bad thing and so like it then triggered me to think like who who made this term up? But have we made black a bad thing? We haven't. I
0: I mean, white supremacy culture has. Well, yeah, yes. I, I see what you're saying. Okay, because, well, what white supremacy culture has, but I think honestly, I, I don't, I don't know the history behind this, but I do think in our community for a while we didn't want to be called black either.
1: Right. Like it was le-
0: why, why it was African-American for the longest time. And, and, and I mean, people still prefer to be referred to as African-American. Um, you know, that's still a lot of times that may be the only thing you can check off. Sometimes it will say black slash African-American. Sometimes it'll just say African-American if you're checking mm-hmm. off something on a form. Um, but like I, I was raised to say like, well, the proper term is African-American kind of to give us something that was a little bit more ethnic. Because everybody else—Asian American, you know, uh, Mexican American, Cuban American—everyone has like a, uh, a a country or a continent to attach to their hyphenated American status. Right. Besides us, you know, and ex- we're just over here black, and we we obviously know that black stems from Negro. And we know that's derogative. We know that that's, you know, rooted in racism and, and and not considered to be something to, that was, you know, we were called to be proud of. And our skin isn't necessarily black. So I, I think for a while there, our communities were like, no, we're African-American kind of to bring more pride to the culture and the community, if you will. And even more recently, I just started learning maybe within the last five or 10 years, that because the black diaspora is so wide and not every person that is black in the United States, black American is from Africa. So that's not in- So the, so saying African-American in assuming somebody inclusive. who's black, exactly. Assuming someone who's black is African-American is not inclusive of the Jamaican American is not inclusive of the Haitian American, the Q- the, the, you know, the Cubanos that are, that are black, et cetera, et cetera. So, um, I think now we're realizing like black is not a bad term because a lot of people were afraid to say black. Like a lot of white folks too. They were afraid like, oh, can I, can I say black? Should I say it? There was a lot of posts that circulated last summer that said, should we say black is black a bad thing? And I saved a lot of them that were talking about. Yes. Yeah, say black. Capitalize the B there's something to be proud of. Black is not bad. So I think we're right, starting to right. kind of reclaim the black, as the, their the, own. the black, right, the the being called black, being reclaimed the pride in that. And I think black is much more inclusive of the entire black experience in America versus African Americans. I say that to say that I I feel like our community, the black community, has actually for several years now reclaimed the positive and and, and declared that like black is not a bad thing. Of course, we know anti-blackness is the root of white supremacy. I'm just saying yeah. our community has not. No, that's subscribe, real. That's real. Subscribed to the idea that black is bad
1: because I think we've ourselves minimized the word to make it less than it, it really is. Like right. you said, hence why some, you know, and that's not to say. So I, you know, in saying this, I have to make sure that we do say that everybody's not going to identify the same. All Black people are not going to identify the same. Mm -hmm. If a a Black person wants to be identified as an African-American, then you respect that. You know, you call them an African-American. If they want to be identified as Black, you call them Black. I would even argue if they want to be identified as bi-POC, then, I mean, that's what you identify them as. But I get where the controversy around this term is coming from. And I really think that there's some decolonization to be done with that term yes yeah
0: i would agree i mean i think i think the considering considering the movement of decolonization that's going on right now we're all kind of in this i hope it's a forever mood but we're in the mood to decolonize right those of us that are in this liberation space it's everywhere rightfully so and as a result there's some things that i think are being brought to our attention to decolonize that we would not have thought about absolutely what i think this post is getting at is maybe not even just the term by poc but just in general like i think i think there's i think there's a desire to get back to just ethnic centric language mm-hmm. and I would argue even for Caucasian people for them to instead of saying white what are you are you Irish are you English are you Scottish right blah 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 um and I know plenty of white people have a mixture just like plenty of black people have a mixture um and those are beautiful things and I think in a way um race is also kind of a way to just keep it a little bit more simple to be honest but at the same time sure. you know the the root of race is is an, is a negative social construct to you know uphold white supremacy so i think it's you know you get to these spaces where it's like you know i i understand the the want or the need to decolonize this because for so long anyone that was not white was an other if you're black you're an other if you're person of color you're an other Mm -hmm. white being the default so regardless of the term by poc or even if it was just poc or even if it was just black or even if it's just insert other race here that's not white we can argue that all of these terms are othering and assimilate to whiteness because it 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 essentially submits to the idea of like yes i am the other I, i i i submit to that but on the flip side on the flip side Just as we do with everything, and I mean, I'll say specifically Black folks, we've always taken what the white man has meant for evil and found good in it. That's why white white folks can't understand why we use the N-word in our music. I
1: was just about to say the n-word the history behind the n-word right people don't understand that literally that was an act of us reclaiming something that they was so foul and so disgusting and so degrading and we use term uh, of endearment for ourselves Mm -hmm.
0: and it doesn't have to be something that every black person agrees to but Exactly. Or uses on a regular basis. I myself do not use the word on a regular basis. I may say sometimes I'm not going to be saying it a little bit here and there, but I'm not going to lie. I
1: was going to say, we don't I say mean, it on a regular basis either, but if I be
0: saying it, i will be like, <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'd be like,
1: he doing something, like, <laughs> okay, like, <laughs> 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 try to keep and it. That's it. Wait, hold on now. Don't don't get too blackety black on here before they start calling us the blacks. <laughs> if y'all listened to previous episode, you know how I feel about the word of the black, so we won't get into that. Oh, my God. Uh, no, exactly. that, now that's the yes. term y'all can leave out of your vocabulary. Uh, obviously, yes. <laughs> for all black people. But <laughs> that,
0: that being said, you know, that's an example of how we have taken something that was meant for evil and turned it into something as an act of resistance for us. And I would argue that our entire culture is that. We yeah. didn't have a culture, okay? We have, sorry, I'm sorry. That's the wrong way to say that. We didn't have black culture. We had African culture that was stripped away from us. That's what i meant to say. The culture was stolen, stolen from our culture, our original motherland, beautiful culture, and obviously generations of slavery that happened and, and things that have merged and evolved during that time. And now, you know, between slavery and Jim Crow, et cetera, here we are. So what we have created as a, as the black people and as our culture through the experience that we've had is the most the most resistance ever mm. that that's exactly why even though we know that originally we were grouped into this other of blackness and that blackness was considered to be disgusting, ugly, criminal, etc. We have turned that into something beautiful and to be proud of. And we are the, our culture is the envy of the world. I would, I would argue and especially white America. So denying the terminology black, especially not even talking about by POC, but black makes me feel like I'm denying myself. Yeah. So that's that's why I, I, I get where it's coming from, but I feel like I draw the line. Because I think it it's liberation to really just be blackity black. I think the real liberation is like I'm black, I'm proud, I'm gonna talk the way I want, I don't have to code switch, I ain't right. gotta do this. I that's the real liberation. But well, if we just deny it that,
1: all. When do we get that? When do we get that? Because well, I feel like if that's another code, code. If, Oh my god. Yes, because as soon as you said code switch, I was like, Well girl, I I'm gonna have to code switch for um, oh I mean, no I still do don't get me wrong <laughs> like, I, I'm gonna have to code switch for a minute <laughs> I
0: still no, right that uh, yes that's true but yes
1: I want that liberation yes yes
0: yes <laughs> to, to be able to freely be as black as we want to be and wear our hair how we want to and you know show up to work with corn rolls and dreads and, and I think a lot of people are doing that though right like we've got crown, we, we've got the we're, crown Act, we're getting we got, there. We, we're getting somewhere um but you know but basically The point being, though, that I feel like if we're if we are going so far as to decolonize and declare liberation to the point where we kind of like, okay, we'll forget the terms altogether. Mm -hmm. Then I kind of feel like that goes that's almost like the opposite effect. It's almost like a Candace Owens type thing, like where you want to pretend like you're not even the thing. Like race is not a thing. It's we're all the human race. That's that's the white Christian (laughs) conservative argument. We all bleed red.
1: And it's like,
0: yeah, like, duh, (laughs) duh. Duh. But because like white Christians will really try to be like, well, you know, you're really like your, your race should not be higher than your identity in Jesus. And you're you're it's idolatry to like really, you know, claim that you're black before you claim that you're a daughter like that. They go far with that.
1: And, and it's so bad,
0: it's man. so like insulting. Like, no, it's not. Ju- and they think and, or they think it's just about skin because they don't see the cultural aspects of black and and indigenous culture and latino culture and asian american culture and etc insert you know origin here right anyone of color we all have these beautiful different cultures so asking us to like take the label off i personally feel like is low-key insulting and i think that's more dehumanizing than anything
1: no, and I, I completely agree with you. And like, even just reading that post and like, sometimes it just takes a, a simple Instagram post, man, which is so crazy. But like, even just reading that post, I feel like kind of like opened my eyes because I was like, well, I will no longer be using that term. When I want to say black, I'm just going to say black. But then I wonder, okay, like playing, at, well, I shouldn't say devil's advocate, but just, you know, wondering here, on a different topic I was just reading I was just looking up um, where the term was where it was coined or where it came from and I didn't see anything but I did see in this article when I was scrolling real quick that this girl she was black she's black and indigenous and she said that the term by BIPOC made her felt feel more included right so then I wonder for people like that. What where where, where where does that leave us with the term for for people like that? I think that's
0: I think that's why a term like this is needed. I mean it's a couple things because there's there's of course multiracial or biracial. I'm not I technically technically <laughs> am my racial. I don't you know, y'all saw my post if you didn't go back and look at it where I talked about how you know, ethnically speaking, I am half something Hispanic. I don't know what it is. But I really I literally cannot claim it because I don't know what it is. Is it Dominican? Is right. it Cuban? Is it I don't know what it is? So because adoption is trash and doesn't even tell you what country of origin your parents are from, you don't know. It just said Hispanic. But I don't really identify as that because that's not that's not my culture. I don't know anything about Hispanic culture, couldn't tell you where I came from. I don't know so i don't identify as afro latina that would be what i would identify as which i'm i'm gonna be honest with you i just learned that term this last year too i didn't know there was a term to merge afro and to merge the two races or the two ethnicities the two cultures so hearing afro indigenous hearing afro latina hearing afro you know even afro asian or you know afro chinese afro korean afro there's so many blends. You know, think about uh, Naomi Osaka. She's Afro-Japanese. Yeah. She's Haitian-Japanese. She don't even, she, I don't even know if she considers it to be Afro because, again, Afro stems from Afro-American. I was going to say... She's more so Black. connects Right. Ja- yeah, it's more, like, more I... so connects to Black um, Japanese. And she, she identifies as a Black woman and she identifies as a Japanese woman. And she identifies as both cultures beautifully whole, not half and half, but 100% Black and 100% Japanese. So I don't know because I don't feel like I fully identify with the multiracial or biracial experience because I didn't grow up biracial. Mm, yeah. You so know what I'm saying? It's, like I'm so it's, it's, it's a little bit weird, but I feel like if I were to guess, I think there's something beautiful about saying, you know, I am Afro-Indigenous or I am, you know, insert the blend here. Yeah. But when it comes to the experience, the overall experience of people of color in this country, I think it makes sense to say by POC because then it is inclusive of every person of color, regardless of what the makeup is, regardless of what the percentages are, are, whether it's half, whole, third, whatever it is. If you're a person of color in some way, shape or form, I feel like that terminology is inclusive of that. But on the flip side, I also see where a lot of people in the comments feel as though because the black experience is so unique and so specific and so different and is the root of racism
1: right they feel the need to right they feel like it
0: in a way it still silences black people because it essentially attaches the experience the racism of every other person of color onto the black experience and that's not fair either because the black experience racism is is there was nobody else that was experiencing Jim Crow there was nobody else that was experiencing slavery and the indigenous experience is is its own hateful racist experience yeah. as well brutal brutal it's it's i i don't know if i'm correct in saying that i still feel like the black experience i don't want to say is worse but i i feel like it's more prominent because it it's literally what the entire racial caste system was written on but mm. their erasure is still the worst of the worst so it's like you really can't lump the indigenous experience in with other people of color or black people either their no, experience deserves their own platform and deserves to be amplified in and of itself and the black experience deserves its own platform and to be amplified in and of itself and understanding that anti-blackness is the root of white supremacy so that's what we have to address is anti-blackness it's not anti bipocness
1: Right, right. That's true. It's anti-Blackness. And I feel like that's why it's so important to have these conversations because I know for me, I'm deconstructing a lot of things that I was taught growing up that I don't necessarily think that my parents meant harm by it. I think they meant more so, um, you know, coming from a place of, you know, wanting to protect us. But I just remember for my mom, you know, asking her a little bit about our background. So her dad is white and her mom is or sorry, was her, her dad was white and her mom was um, black from St. Kitts. And I'm sorry, you said, this is your mom's parents. This is my mom's parents. Yes. So
0: your mom is biracial.
1: Yes. My mom is biracial.
0: Okay. Gotcha. Yes.
1: She is biracial. Um, and I just remember talking to her about it and her telling me that If you have black in you, you are black because that's what the world's going to see. You are black. Yep. There's no like she didn't really acknowledge the term biracial or mixed or or whatever was going on, because what she has said to me is I don't care what else you have running through your blood. When the police look at you, you're black. When you go to school, you're black. When you go to court, you're black. And so she had just always taught me didn't matter what both your parents were. You're just black. Yeah. yeah. Um, which to a certain degree, I understand because there's, there's, there's a lesson there for black children that we have to let them know, like even for biracial children, if your skin is black, the world is still looking at you as black. They don't Absolutely. care about the 50% of your, or your mom or your dad, you know what I mean? And that's not to erase that part of you. That's just what I had always been taught. And so like, I feel like these terms are a little bit like, new to me almost like I'm learning as I go but then at the same time it's hard for me not to keep that same perspective that at the end of the day you're black
0: you know what I mean I I would listen I'm glad you brought this up because I will admit that like not only do I feel the same way but I don't want to change my perspective and I'll tell you why because this the reason why we have that one drop rule in our community is because that was what was in the laws of slavery yeah that literally it was specifically if you took you know if, if a, a slave anyone born a slave is going to take the the um, the what is it the status of the mother which we know yep
1: we're we flat. know
0: the white masters were raping the, the the black female slaves and so obviously so yes the term there's the term mulatto that was coined to, to showcase someone that was biracial but that didn't mean right. anything that didn't mean that you were you know had ha- it didn't mean that you were free all of a sudden right. because you literally you were... had
1: to be white passing and there's very few cases in history of black people living as white passing I mean there are some
0: right but <laughs> very few and there's very sure
1: but you know
0: it's uh, on the flip side I will say and I, I want to make sure I also am sensitive to the experience of darker black americans black Mm -hmm. people black and those that were enslaved during that time that were not mulatto because we know that there was still special treatment that was often given to the house slave versus the field slaves right that were um that were Biracial that, that were lighter skin, even they could have been lighter skin and still not have been biracial, but especially if they were biracial or especially if they were the master's child, sometimes, sometimes there was special treatment based on the types of jobs that they were given to do yeah, um, and other types God, of what the hell treatment. kind of
1: special treatment is that? But yeah. Right.
0: But it, it's <sighs> still at the end of the day, at the end of the day, the blackness always won at the end of the day that that master's child could still be on the other end of that whip. Yeah. You know? So I think, and, and of course, that has carried on through generation to generation from Jim Crow era to today. Mm -hmm. So I, I always feel like that I understand that biracial, interracial marriages, families, relationships are a beautiful thing and that, biracial children are obviously a beautiful thing and I think about myself like if I had been raised by my family I would have been raised by my biological family I would have been raised in a mixture of the two cultures right but I still feel like I would have considered myself to be a black woman with Latina heritage in addition to my black culture but I don't think I would have considered myself to be like well, I'm not fully black. I'm not, I think I would have still been like, no, but I'm black because the world sees me as such. And I see, you know, I, I this is what right. I look like. I look in the mirror, I see a black woman. Which um, shows you
1: how complex race identity it, even is. It is. Because my mom is very, she's she's very light-skinned and she has like, you know, super, super straight, fine hair, but she has never once identified as biracial. Like, mm-hmm. it's it just never occurred to her to identify that way her in her mind. My mom is black. So I'm black because the world doesn't look at,
0: didn't look at her like that. And I I think it's interesting now because you know, my, so my, my adoptive father is very, very light skin, but he's not, he was not biracial. He was just really mad. light,
1: light.
0: Real mad light. Just could have, could have been white passing if it wasn't for that Afro hair and the nose and the lips could have been white passing. Um, my stepson looks a lot like him, very light skinned but he is biracial and he identifies as such. He does not identify as black. He identifies as biracial, not even black biracial. Some people identify as biracial, and some people identify as black biracial to just mm. kind of showcase that black. The black, black is the is the dominant race for them, but they still i, I they still show that that biracial side. Um, and my stepson, for from what I. Unless he's changed it, which he may, he may change it. And you have freedom to change how you identify 100%. But as from what I remember, the last time we've spoken, he is very much, I have a black side and I have a white side. My mom is white and my dad is black. I have a white family and I have a black family and I am biracial. And that's where he feels like he fits in, and it makes sense because unfortunately there is flaws in, in the black. Even though I've 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 always seen the black community to be super inclusive. That's where I've grown up. Like I've never seen black folks like oh you're biracial get over there. I've never seen that. When I went to Howard, I saw plenty of biracial folks that were white passing, light light skin etc., and they were just black. Like there was never a question, never a talk about it because that was still that 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 idea of the one drop rule was always held true but my stepson's experience is different he yeah. felt like he didn't fit in with black people he felt like he didn't fit in with white people he felt like he only fit in with people that were biracial and i know a lot of people mm. a lot of biracial people had that experience unfortunately and that is yeah. a flaw of of the system and a flaw of you know of the inter of the inter Interrace discriminatory things that have th- uh, discriminatory mindsets that are a product of white supremacy. That's, yeah. the, that's the fault of those systems that have made, unfortunately, caused biracial people to feel like they themselves are in an other and don't fit in either place. So I totally respect biracial people feeling like a, fi- a kind of like that sigh of relief, like that finally with this terminology. I I do. I respect it. And as a result, I feel like if that's going to make them feel more inclusive to be able to feel like they can be everything black that they are and everything, whatever other race that they are, then so be it. I can put my pride aside, you know. Right.
1: Right. No, I, I totally understand. I feel it's just one of those things that it's so much deeper than just a term. And like, unfortunately, I don't think it's one of those things that we can. Well, I shouldn't say unfortunately, but it's not one of those things that we can just say we're going to just stop you know stop using or do away with because yeah. there are people who 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 go by the term you know who identify with the term um, i think for me personally though just reading it and having my eyes open i if i mean black i'm just going to say black you know yeah yeah I, it kind of just gave me like that reminder that i don't need to I don't need to assimilate to white comfort or -hmm. white fragility. You know what I mean? If if I'm talking about black people then we're talking about black people, if I'm talking about a mix of people, now that's a different thing. If I'm talking about a mix of people, then that might be a good time to to share the term, to use that term. But most of the time, especially on black, well, a hundred percent of the time on black girl voices, we're talking about black people. Um, And so I just, I just feel like, you know, maybe society has made us kind of feel like we needed to, include everyone but right. we don't need to include everyone yes in this story of blackness and right. this history of blackness in this platform of blackness there's other platforms for that
0: absolutely absolutely and I, I think you know what mm. okay I'm gonna say something that it may ruffle
1: oh gosh feathers
0: okay I'm nervous now. but and I, I I could be wrong but I don't I don't know. So, I let I, us know in the
1: comments y'all.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I low key on the lowest of keys feel like this terminology could have also stemmed from people of other races feeling like they may think that their racism is the same as ours and saying what about us? Because a lot of the the lot of the discussion a lot of the discord, a lot of the conversation and the, the, excuse me, the, the education around racism centers, the black experience, the majority of the time it which, does,
1: you know, that which, would make sense because the term came in the last year and a half, which is when the world had their little, whatever, cause we not calling it a racial awakening, but when the world really started talking about race and getting uncomfortable and protesting and things like that. So spotlight has been on it's been on us but you know whatever it's been on us for the last year and a half so that kind of makes sense what you're saying
0: yeah i i i i would say i would argue that i mean it's i don't think we've ever had the spotlight super on us but like at the same time when it would no no with with racial injustice movements or with racial justice movements that's that's the right way to say that With racial justice movements, with the Jim Crow movement, it wasn't about, we weren't protesting racism towards other racial groups. Right. It happened. It didn't happen to the degree that it happened for us. It never has. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's true. Um, And let's be real, a lot of other racial groups in America had the same you know they they subscribe to the same exact viewpoint and opinion of black people that white people did. We right. were negroes to everybody.
1: We yeah, were them them sure. n-words to everybody. Because there's a lot of racism within people of groups of people of color. Absolutely. Again, black the, folks.
0: The majority of, of I would I would argue to say that the majority of other people uh, other groups of color in their family lineages, feel the same way about us that white folks do. Uh, absolutely, the absolute, the absolute same way. Yeah. So, as because again, it's anti-blackness. Yeah, it's not <laughs> <laughs> it's anti bipocness
1: some... or anti-people of colorness. <laughs>
0: and, right, it's not. It's not that at all. It's been anti-blackness from the jump, but unfortunately, racism towards other groups of color has I would say increased in a way right maybe I don't know if increase is the right word but it's it's always been there because either way your proximity to whiteness if you the, the darker you are the more you look black the more racism that you face um and of course there's other things that have happened in our in our world's history from things like um Uh, Pearl Harbor, of course, which incited Mm -hmm. a ton of racism against Japanese Americans. We know that to be terrible. Um, Of course, you know, 9-11 with the Islamophobia and many other historical incidents that have magnified. Right, the Holocaust. Anti-Semitism is huge. Um, So we know that racism exists for every other other marginalized group. We know that. I'm not, not denying that. But, yeah, unf- but what I'm saying is that the, black, the racism against Black people has always been exponentially higher. So as a result, the conversation has been around us more. Great. And I definitely think there was a lot of, I think maybe that there was people of color that may have been like, well, you know, it happens to us too, but no one ever talks about us. And so that was a way to make the, make the conversation more inclusive and a way to, to highlight the racism that happens against every within community, other community within other communities. And that, of course we know the culprit is white supremacy. So it's white supremacy against everybody else. So.
1: Right. Which um, white yeah. supremacy is what led them to, you know, believe that this needed to be some sort of, you know, contest or, or some kind mm-hmm. of oppression Olympics. Um, but I would even add that, and this isn't to minimize anyone's experience, but people of color have a, prox like they have the benefit of that proximity to whiteness um right which is why we see things like the u.s accepting some immigrants but then turning away haitian immigrants who are black mm-hmm. um so you know i i just thought that that was important to add too but it, it it all boils down to like you said white supremacy culture and white supremacy culture isn't just something that affects white people it affects people of color it affects black people and it causes us to turn against one another. It causes us to have these oppression Olympics. It causes us to get away from using the term black. Right.
0: Yeah, no, I, I agree. And I think that's, that's essentially what a lot of the people in the comments were saying in this post. They're like, you know, this, is, this forces us to silence our own experience when our own experience is unique. It is, it is the black experience is still it's still the, the driver, the driving force of the racism. It is still, you know what I'm saying? Um, right, like right. there's, a ter- there's a term that I can't think of right now, but it's, it is the driving force of it. And it is not the same. The Black experience is just not the same as other people of color experience. I feel like, like you said, I feel like they're just, when we're talking about the Black experience, we're talking about Black people, that's Black, period, point blank. When you're talking about any other person of color group, if you're talking about Hispanics, if you're talking about Latinos, if you're talking about or Latinx, excuse me, wrong terminology there. If you're talking about, Z, still learning, um, if you're talking about um, Asian Americans, or if you're talking specifically about Japanese Americans, if you're talking specifically about Korean Americans, if you're talking specifically about Dominicans, like if you are able to specify who you are speaking about specifically, the Afro-Latina experience or specifically the Afro-Indigenous experience or right, whatever. then honor
1: their racial identity. Right, then, s- s- then say
0: that. But it, but like you mentioned, if we're talking about something that is um, applicable to multiple ethnic groups, multiple yeah. marginalized ethnic groups, then I definitely think that the term BIPOC is appropriate.
1: Um, that right. for those times and, and this episode isn't to say what term you should be using because like we said that's such a personal you mean thing to identify we, yourself yes 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 that's such a personal or no I even okay so I even would argue that for non I would even argue for white people that I cannot tell them to identify all people as black people if there's some people who might want to be identified as by POC you know what I mean so I think it's really important to just respect individuals um, racial identity and I, I mean I would argue I would even argue black unless they specify something else and then you have to respect that term if the if, you know the, person, I mean? if the person is black Right. Like you, you, you refer to me as black and then I'm like, oh no, actually I prefer to be referred to as BIPOC. Then that's what you refer to me as. And there's no argument there. You know what I mean? Cause that's just, Got that's, it. that's my preference. That's what I want to be prefer. Now me, myself, I'm black. I'm blacky black. I'm a black woman refer to me as black but black, black, i'm saying black, 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 right black, i'm just black, saying like when it comes my skin is all black <laughs> we should play that we should Sorry. play the clip right there
0: and <laughs> we should
1: and then get copyrighted <laughs> but um... <laughs> it doesn't count if you sing it dude do... does it <laughs> no no it doesn't <laughs> count if you sing it okay good <laughs> <laughs> i don't think they'll recognize the song it's okay <laughs>
0: My life for that one. I did it on purpose for the effects of the knee slapper that was.
1: Oh my god. um, But no, I just I, I understand that it is a difficult thing to navigate how everybody wants to identify. And like we said, we're just not we're not all the same person. So this isn't necessarily an episode to tell you, like, hey, you need to identify to as to all black people as this or or all you know whatever as whatever um just like you said identify to people specifically if you can and then be open to correction
0: yeah i i would 100 percent. like if, if if you are able to know how someone wants to be identified then that's that's awesome or if you're able to ask you're not always able yeah. to ask right yeah it's yeah. not the same thing with pronouns or you're not everyone's putting pronouns everywhere so you can know i know you are a she like we're right. not putting right. like you know, at the end of your email, it's
1: like, (laughs) (laughs) sign the Blacks. That's what I should put on our Black Girl Voices, um, our Black Girl Voices signature, the Blacks. Can I put the Blacks? Can I do that? I hate you. I was saying something.
0: Black. oh my gosh someone come get
1: her <laughs> <laughs> okay uh, yeah. this is this needy to wrap this up I'm, that's why y'all saying. know it's y'all always know when it's time to wrap up because we just start doing stuff but, but
0: <laughs> i had a point that i was trying to say okay, okay was that well. <laughs> we it's not unfortunately it's not obvious because it's yeah. not something that you're going to sign off on an email you know or put in your profile somewhere where you could say exactly what all of your identifiers are and um, I don't think we should. I said I honestly don't. I feel like you no. know it's let's. That's not necessary. Um, I feel much. like you can. You can probably tell what somebody like if if for. I'm thinking like for example, social media. Like let's say you know, let's say you you're two two white friends, okay, and you guys are talking
1: to each other. Why am I doing this? <laughs> I, don't, <laughs> I don't know. I was like, okay, she's walking. Okay. No, just kidding. You guys can't see her, no, but, okay, yeah. sorry.
0: <laughs> but like, you know, okay. Like two white friends and you know, you're like, Oh, Oh my goodness. Like, um, do you follow this person? She's so awesome. And you know, wh- for whatever reason, you're, you're trying to tell your friend what right. their race is. And you're like, I think sh- she's, she, and you're like, I don't know, maybe she's racially ambiguous or maybe she looks like she's black, but, I have, I have thought with someone with black before and they were Indian, like for real, for real, I've made that mistake. Like, Oh dang, like I was way off, you know? So I would say in those situations personally, cause you are saying default to black, unless I say otherwise, but if you don't know someone is black, he, someone could look at me and not know if I'm black, That's even true. though I, I feel like I look black, I know I'm black and I'm black, but I also know that. The way that I wear my hair because some people look at me and think well you don't have your you've got that you know that hair that looks like it's mixed like I get that all the time like right, oh, that mixed hair. like no I know a lot of black people that don't have hair that that aren't mixed and have hair like mine but whatever and that's that white supremacy culture that's that white supremacy uh, culture thinking
1: because right. all black people do not have a certain type of texture hair exactly or, but, I color, or hair color but I digress I, I get that, right? I've, I've gotten that before. So I'm
0: saying, so someone could look at me and think, or you know, I've had people look at me and think that I'm Ethiopian. I've had people that look at me and think that I, I get it. I've gotten it all. I got it all the time growing up. Like, oh, you're Ethiopian. Like, no, no, don't, no, not at all. Um, so I say that to say, like, y- you don't always 100% know unless they're making it quite known Right. sometimes. Um, and again, same thing, even if you know, even if you can tell they're Black, they could be African. They, they could just not be showing that they're African, but they're, their parents could be straight from Nigeria and maybe they just prefer to say African and they don't prefer to say. I was going to say,
1: because so, there are some African people who do not like do to, not be black. to be called black. They want to be called African. So that, that's why I would say like,
0: I personally default to the term person of color. Mm, I don't yeah. even default to buy POC. I've always defaulted. If I don't know what race you are, but I can tell you're a person of color, I default to that
1: that's a good default and then you can always correct yourself educate yourself and correct yourself later that, right. that that's exactly. a
0: good yeah you don't, you don't want to assume that's that true just because they look black that that's what they want to be called that's what they identify as or like you said they could be Indian they could be they could be African they could be Jamaican they could be Haitian or whatever right. and they could just really only the mo- they probably will still identify I, the most of the Africans I know identify as black and African but the, you just you just ne- you just never you never
1: know, know. You right. really never know which is why I don't th- I think terms like that are, are needed and so maybe when you're talking about people in general um, like referring to people in general people of color persons of color terms like that are necessary but when you're talking about an experience right then that's when it's necessary to separate. Yes. Because like we said earlier, the Black experience and people of color's experience are never going to be close to the same.
0: They're not. But I will argue and say that, the, that there is an experience, there is a person of color experience, or I should say there are, there are similarities or there are constants that are across the board for all person of color experiences. Oh, for sure. And then there are specifiers within the different experiences. So I, that's why I've always felt more comfortable Identifying with people of color in general, or just like, just you know, understanding that like there's still there there's there's always going to be a community within all people of color, no matter what, right. And then there's the black community and the Asian community, et cetera, et cetera. But there's still there's still that little head nod to like you're a person of color and I see you,
1: right. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: Um, Yeah. So I think I think that's I mean and myself
1: doing that in public, like kind of looking out for a person of color in a store Mm -hmm. or something. If I see, you know, maybe like a little argument going on with the cashier or something, and I see a person of color who's not necessarily black, I kind of listen in a little extra, you know what I mean? Because I just feel like this duty, like this, you know, obligated duty to just kind of like be, be there. We can't forget that
0: all people of color are marginalized and all people of color are unfortunately experienced the racism of white supremacy like we can't there's no way around that even if even if a person of color out there wants to pretend like they don't sorry boo you're just it's not it's not true It's there um another story for another time but seriously like we need to do a candace
1: owens episode already we We have mentioned her a thousand times we are going to to send send us a cease and desist at this point
0: we're definitely going to do a candace owens and the like episode but um but yeah, I hope, I hope that this was helpful.
1: I we're just having a conversation.
0: I mean, we're always having conversation, right. but that's why this is black girl voices because it's conversation. It's not always, it's not, we're not here to be super informative. Right. Or, or talking. formal, but um, these are the conversations that lead to other conversations and help. And, you know, I think it's important to know that these terms are always, they're always changing. They're always evolving. Mm, it's never yes. going to be perfect it, it may change in 10 years it may change in five years it may change next year and Heck, we're and still learning we're still <laughs> right, we're still we're learning. learning um you know I'm sure there's things that I said in this episode that eh, maybe wasn't great because we're still like I said Latino I was like oh crap Latinx like that's a new term that Latinx is a new term as of like literally 2021 like, right and then I was that just reading
1: year. not so long ago about there being some controversy with the Latinx term right and then there's yeah that's so not, I mean you it's know ever directly changing. right it's ever changing because I, I know that there's Latin
0: I think is the one that actually um converts to Spanish or, or translates not converts translates to Spanish more seamlessly because Latinx right. is not would not be in that language
1: so you know I don't know. We could be wrong, y'all. We could just be wrong. Talking it out. We're,
0: we're figuring it out. It's it's ever it's ever changing, um, and that's the beauty of it all. I think these conversations we we need to have grace for them, though. Like, yeah, that, that's the sure. biggest thing. If there's anything I would I want you all to take from this is to have grace for them, be be okay with screwing up, mm-hmm. apologize, own your stuff, yeah. and then do better. Because no one's going to get it 100% right. Even people of color, even Black folks. We're still not going yes. to get it 100% right.
1: Like they say, that. be okay with changing your opinion when presented with new information. Yes. I read that the other day and I was like, that that could not be more true. And it's so simple. but like, yeah, it's so many people it just don't
0: want to do it. Okay. They
1: want to be stuck on their whatever. Right. And their opinion and their thought process. But, all right, well... Right.
0: let's wrap that
1: up okay
0: (laughs) okay uh thank you all for hanging out with us as usual please um leave us a a rating and a review if you haven't already share this episode with a friend share on your social media and if you feel inclined to do so you can always support us on patreon for as low as five dollars a month and on and up if you are interested in what we have to offer there and um of course always come to our post um on instagram for this episode and leave us a comment what you thought and we will see you next week bye guys thank you for listening to the black girl voices podcast if you love today's episode we would love it for you to leave us a five-star review if you would like to support our work visit us on patreon at patreon.com slash black girl or head to our show notes for the link
1: Lastly, we would love to hear from you. Come follow us on Instagram at Black Girl Voices and say hello.
0: Remember, you are heard, you are seen, and you are loved. Your voice matters. You matter. See you next
1: time.